Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Powered by Clear Vision Development Group. This is Better Than Before with Tony Richards, a business leaders podcast. Each week, we'll provide you with top business insights, fresh perspectives from world-class guests, and the tools you need to lead better than before. And now, here's your host, author and business coach, Tony Richards. Hello again, everyone. This is Tony Richards on Better Than Before on the C-Suite Radio Network. Welcome back and welcome to a brand new month. Here we are in August of 2023. Man, it has been hot here in the Midwest. We've gotten a little bit of rain, thankfully, over the last few days. But right before the rain came in, it was 101, 100 degrees, other than that, 90 eight 99 100 101 and so it was really nice to get some rain to come in here and uh, cool things off a little bit today august in the midwest we know we're going to have some more hot weather before fall gets here college football season will be starting up pretty soon here <laughs> in the old columbia town and tiger town and so before uh, that gets rolling we'll get some hot days that's for sure Okay, coming up today on our program, we're going to cover the national holidays for the week, the National Days of Celebration calendar. Another amazing singer-songwriter died this past week that was very close to my heart, and I will explain more on that coming up. We'll have some more major earnings announcements this week on Wall Street. That'll give us more insights into the second quarter economy. And I will wrap up with five great quotes for you that I want to share with you on this week's show. Let's start with what we can celebrate here this particular week. August 1st, Tuesday, we have International Child Free Day. We have World Scout Scarf Day. It is World Lung Cancer Day on August 1st, a day that is a special day to me. My dad had uh, lung cancer, had to have at least a third of one of his lungs removed to remove the cancer several years back. It is a National Night Out Day, National Raspberry Cream Pie Day, and National Girlfriends Day all on August 1st. Wednesday, August 2nd, we have National Coloring Book Day and one of my personal favorites, National Ice Cream Sandwich Day. Who doesn't like an ice cream sandwich? Goodness gracious. August the 3rd, Thursday, National IPA Day. So that is a craft beer, an IPA. So it's National IPA Day. It's National Georgia Day, celebrating the state of Georgia. National Grab Some Nuts Day. And also 
a summertime favorite. It is National Watermelon Day on August the 3rd. On Friday, August 4th, we have National Water Balloon Day. Man, when I was in my 20s and I was going to Kentucky Lake every Friday afternoon, all day Saturday, and most of the day on Sunday, those summer days that we would pull up into a cove in either Kentucky or Lake Barkley, and we would have water balloon fights between the boats. That was just fantastic. I mean, some of the, it looked like a medieval war contraption, some of these water balloon launchers that these folks had. But National Water Balloon Day coming up on Friday. International Beer Day also, National Coast Guard Day. Thanks to the folks of the Coast Guard to help us out, and National Chocolate Chip Cookie Day. On Saturday, August 5th, we have International Blues Music Day. Do you know that almost every popular form of American music had some kind of roots in the blues? Almost all of them. It's a National Sunflower Day on Saturday, National Summit Day, it's International Hangover Day on Saturday, International Traffic Light Day, it's National Play Outside Day, World Calligraphy Day, National Disc Golf Day, National Jamaican Patty Day, it's Mead Day, National Oyster Day, it's National Work Like a Dog Day, National Underwear Day, and National Mustard Day, all taking place on Saturday, August the 5th. Sunday on the 6th, it's National Sisters Day. It's American Family Day. It's National Fresh Breath Day. It's National Root Beer Float Day. National Wiggle Your Toes Day and National Friendship Day. And coming up on Monday, August 7th, it is Purple Heart Day, National Raspberries and Cream Day, and National Sea Serpent Day. And finally, on Monday, the 7th of August, it's National Lighthouse Day. So those are your national days of celebration that are coming up over the next week that you can celebrate. Earnings this week. We are going to hear from Apple, and we're also going to hear from Amazon. Both are going to be reporting their earnings this Thursday, August the 3rd. So after hearing the earnings report of Google and Meta and Netflix and some of the others, it's just tech is making a comeback and having some really good revenue generating quarters and corresponding stock returns. So I have a substantial investment in Amazon, and so I am looking forward to a good report coming back on Thursday. Well, so sad to hear on July 26th, which would have been last Wednesday of the passing of Randy Meisner. He was one of the original Eagles. And uh, I've talked about the Eagles on this podcast before and how much they influenced me as a young guy who was getting into music I had grown up on my mom and dad's 50s and 60s rock and roll 45 records. They were hand-me-downs. I found them in a closet one day. Mom and dad had a large cabinet stereo, 
that that they played albums on, but they had moved to country music. And so they primarily had country albums with the exception of two or three Elvis albums that were among my favorites because that's what I listened to when I was a kid because that's what mom and dad had to listen to on the stereo and their 45s that they had when they were teenagers. So when I first started buying records, I know the first record album that I bought was not an Eagles album, but it was one of the either the second or the third one. I'm not sure. I think it was the second, the second record album. The very first record album I ever bought was Kiss Destroyer. And that was in the very late part of 1975. And also a brand new 33 and a third album that came out that year in 1975 was Eagles, One of These Nights. And I bought that record album, I think, second. The vocal harmonies were just so rich on those recordings. And the bass, which is the instrument that Randy Meisner played in the Eagles, was the bass guitar. The bass guitar was so pronounced. I didn't learn until later, as I became a more and more of a fan of this kind of music, then I discovered Poco. And Poco had been a band that came out of the Buffalo Springfield band with Richie Fure and Jim Messina. And they recruited Randy Meisner to be a part of their band. And Randy played bass and sang the high harmony and high lead parts in some of those Poco albums. But I first discovered him, of course, when he was an Eagle. And he was a very important part of what made the Eagles sound unique. There's no denying the vocal power and amazing voice of a Don Henley and then a very strong second lead vocal, although he he was almost like the first lead vocal when the Eagles first came out was Glenn Fry, who we lost a few years back. And Bertie Leiden was also in that original group of four. The mixture of all their voices was phenomenal. But one of the things that really made that vocal harmony stand out was the tone and the rich texture of Randy Meisner's voice. It was just phenomenal. Just a few details about him. He grew up in Nebraska. He was born and raised on a farm. In Scotts Bluff, Nebraska, he was born in 1946, so he was 77 the other day when he passed away. He could not read music. He played everything by ear, even when he wrote some songs. He wrote part of, if he didn't write the whole thing, he wrote a large part of Take It to the Limit, which his vocal on Take It to the Limit is just it will forever be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame of songs for me because that particular song is the one that drew me to that one of these Nights album by the Eagles. Just a very interesting and different and very high lead vocal. And then you fill in the rest of the voices there and it, you just had a phenomenal, phenomenal record. 
another person, pretty famous person that Randy played in his band. He played in the Stone Canyon band, which was Rick Nelson's band. He's played in some pretty legendary groups. He played in the Stone Canyon band. He played in Poco and he played in the Eagles. And he joined up with Don Henley, Glenn Fry, and Bernie Leiden in the fall of 1971 was when they originally formed the band. And I can't remember if Randy was part of Linda Ronstadt's backing band or not. I know Glenn and Don and Bernie were all in Linda Ronstadt's band when they decided to break away. I don't know if Randy was or not. I think they recruited him out of Poco. But he played the bass. He sang backing vocals for the Eagles. He wrote, co-wrote, or sang lead on songs in each of the group's first five albums and take it to the limit was the first million selling single can you believe that all the songs that they had put out before take it to the limit we're talking about take it easy we're talking about best of my love we're talking about already gone take it to the limit was the first million seller as a single and it was the third song released from one of these nights the title track had been released before. One of my favorite songs on Hotel California, Randy sings the lead on it, and he wrote it called Try and Love Again. And he wrote on the Desperado album, he wrote Certain Kind of Fool with Glenn and Don, but Randy sang the lead on that song. He had some issues, too. He was incredibly shy. Believe that or not, everybody thinks all these high-profile performers that have performed in front of millions of people and hundreds of thousands of people in concerts all across the country are all these extroverted, outgoing people. Randy wasn't. He was very introverted. He liked playing a background instrument. He also liked singing background. Being in the forefront made him nervous, and it eventually led to him leaving the band because I guess he went to Don and Glenn one night and said, I can't go out there and sing the song tonight. Take it to the limit. I can't go out there and do it anymore. I mean, you don't know what you don't know about human psychology and behavior. You are tired on the road. You have been in all of these town after town, hotel after hotel, and you haven't been home in a long time. Tempers are flaring and tempers are short. And I guess there became a shouting match. And Glenn called Randy some names about not being able to get out there and do what he's supposed to do and perform. And Randy basically left the band. And he also gave up his partnership in the Eagles Corporation when he did that. He did have a couple of solo songs. That was just about the time I was coming into the top 40 part of the radio business around 1980. And he had a couple of albums. One he released in 1978 called just Randy Miser. And then he had a album in 1980 called One More Song. The One More Song album had his biggest solo hit, which was Hearts on Fire. And then he also had a hit with a song called Deep Inside My Heart. And Deep Inside My Heart, he had the backup vocals from Kim Carnes. 
who in about a year from then would have a super big pop song called Betty Davis Eyes. But that was pretty much it until 1989 when Randy was in Poco. I remember when that song showed up on my desk. I opened it up and there was a 45 pre-release copy of uh, a new Poco single. And I put it on the turntable in my office and decided that we would play it because the Eagles were huge in Kentucky. I mean, they were huge in Kentucky and Tennessee and then the Midwest and in the South. They were just huge. And when Poco put the Legacy album together and they released that single, Call It Love, I mean, it just, it sounded like it was supposed to be. We used to call them, it was a radio song. And when you heard a radio song and you were a radio programmer, as I was, you knew that we got to play this because people are going to respond to it. People are going to call in. They're going to want to hear it. They're going to want to buy it. And that was a top 20 single in the United States that year in 1989 and crossed over into 1990. I guess the last time we really saw Randy in a large public display was at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1998 when the Eagles were inducted. All seven past and present members of the Eagles performed Take It Easy, and they also did Hotel California. And Timothy B. Schmidt, who, interestingly enough, replaced Randy in Poco, and then when he left the Eagles, he replaced him in the Eagles. But Timothy B. Schmidt took a couple of seconds at the end of his speech when the Eagles were inducted to pay tribute to Randy and talk about how he would not be there and not be able to do this without Randy's previous contribution to the band, which is one of the more classiest things that you'll ever have seen at a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame ceremony. Randy was invited by the Eagles to take part in their History of the Eagles World Tour in 2013, but he couldn't do it because of his health issues. He showed up at some Richie Fure concerts, and he did some stuff via computer and online. I guess the most tragic thing was that his wife was accidentally killed by a rifle that went off at their apartment. And because of video footage inside their house and showed Randy was in a completely different part of the house, he was cleared of having anything to do with it. But Randy had some mental health issues after that and had threatened to do himself some harm and some other stuff. And that's just terrible. I mean, he he had a lot of health issues and he almost died one time because he had a piece of food obstructing his breathing while he was eating and he was rushed to the hospital. He was in a coma for a while, though. He missed out on another Eagles tour that was going on, you know, at that time. He passed away with complications associated with chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, which is COPD. Same thing my father had. He died in Los Angeles last Wednesday, July 26th, at the age of 77. Randy Meisner, what a great contributor to the soundtrack of my life and the soundtrack of so many people's lives. 
Okay, well, let's end on a positive note here this week. Five quotes to send you on your way at the end of today's show. Number one, strategy without process is little more than a wish list. Robert Fillick. Number two, concentrate all your thoughts upon the work at hand. The sun's rays do not burn until brought to a focus. Alexander Graham Bell. Number three, I believe I was definitely sent here to take people away for a little while to make them happy. Stevie Nicks. Number four, you must locate your purpose for living. Purpose is the only source of individual and corporate fulfillment. Miles Monroe. And number five, success comes down to rare moments of opportunity. Be open, alert, and ready to seize them. Gather the right resources to support you. If you're not prepared to apply that kind of commitment, you may not be the right person to pursue it altogether. Steven Swartzman. That's our program for this week. Join us again next week for another episode of Better Than Before. I'll have a special guest coming up for you next week. Should be a great conversation. We're going to be talking about employee compensation. And you'll want to join us because it's really going to be good. So you don't want to miss next week's episode right here on the C-Suite Radio Network. You can join my website or visit my website, rather, clearvisiondevelopment.com. You can see all and hear all our episodes better than before, over six years' worth, 600-and-something episodes worth of podcasts and special guests and all kinds of great learning is all available for you there at our podcast archive. 20 years' worth of blog posts, there's a video library, and a whole lot more all at clearvisiondevelopment.com. Special thanks, as always, to our producer, Tessa Hall, who always makes this show sound so good. And until we visit right here again next week on Better Than Before, I'm your host, Tony Richards, reminding you, and don't you dare forget, that everything gets better when you get better. Thank you for listening to Better Than Before with Tony Richards, a business leaders podcast powered by Clear Vision Development Group. For more resources from Tony, visit clearvisiondevelopment.com. Join us next time for another episode of Better Than Before with Tony Richards. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.